previously on Starship Impala. Is there a waste warden in this office? You see uh, Yusoki. Its skin is starting to rot. Gross. And its cybernetic legs stand up, and its body parts kind of flail around as as it moves towards you. Meanwhile, Jason is really trying to sneak in an Oreo. Oreo. It's now the next morning. You wake up feeling refreshed after spending the night in this office in the junkyard. (laughs) The lights in the room suddenly turn from blue to purple. And just as suddenly, you feel yourselves thrown towards the eastern end of the room as the gravity shifts. Walton, as he feels himself start to fall, he reaches out for the door. His fingers come so close and just miss. But luckily, Jason was standing there and he grabs (gasps) Walton's arm and they- Don't let go! (laughs) Grab each other's arms. And Jason pulls him up to safety. And you guys are safe inside the access corridor. surface on a Saturday night, dressed up in silver and white, with colored old gray whistle test lights. Welcome to another episode of Starship Impala. I'm your Galaxy Master, Joseph, and with me today are four familiar voices, starting with the man on my right. Hey, it's Connery, and I play the one, the only Dr. Walton Mascon, and today we're going to fight a boss. Hey, it's Jason. I mean, Justin. (laughs) Um, I play Amity, and everyone thinks that I'm Jason for some reason. Like me. Yeah. The one who thinks Justin is Jason, and he still might be, is uh, <laughs> Jacob. He plays Jason Blaze, Justin Blaze, a uh, Jernian soldier. He's going to whoop this boss's ass like a boss. Like a boss. And um, my name is Lena, and I am Zugladorg, um, a space goblin, technomancer. Oh, uh. All right. Nice. Is Zugladorg like a rad teen? I feel like he's like a rad teen punk now. Rock. Yeah. T- Toad's punk rock was part of the anarchist club at, the, at his high school. The image keeps growing and growing in my head about Zuglador. He used to just like pierce his own ears in class with like staples. Yeah. Very specific. Uh, again, no Jose today, unfortunately. Uh, but we're hoping that the audio quality is better with these with our new soundboard. Which means now it is time for everybody's favorite segment. Table... Top topic. Tabletop topic. Wow. <laughs> so last episode, outside of the game, Jacob ate an entire package of Oreos. That's by not true. We all help. That's bullshit. <laughs> we were all munching on Oreos, but you heard Jake. You heard Jacob eating them on air. And uh, I ate them the best. <laughs> so, with that in mind, what is your favorite cookie? 
toasted. I have an um, answer, but do it. Okay, all right. So I love an oatmeal cookie, no, but no, I good. think oatmeal raisin cookies are gross. And mm. I have perfected a cookie recipe myself that is oatmeal cookie with um, coconut oil, which Ooh. adds a nice flavor dimension to it. Craisins, dried cranberries. Mm. Okay. Mm. Chocolate chips, mm. and then some slivered almonds in there. So you got some nutty, chocolatey, oatmeal-y goodness with a little bit of fruit in there. Delicious. That's great. Yeah. That yeah. sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say the craisin oatmeal cookies are mm-hmm. always like a good substitute so for So much better. So much better. With all better. that mixed in, too, it sounds great. Yeah. I like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, then if you're picking chocolate chip, like what kind? Like soft, hard? So I like sweet. them soft. Okay. I like them soft. Soft and gooey? Me too. I, I don't know about gooey. I like, I, I usually, I cook them soft and then I leave them in the refrigerator and then I eat them and they're kind of chewy. So I like them yeah. chewy, okay. if anything. Chewy. Yeah. yeah. So I like they don't, fall, they don't fall apart type. when you pick yeah. them up. They don't fall soft. apart, but they're soft and they're chewy. And I, I like my cookies like that. Right. That really fake tasting cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so mine's really similar yours um where it's like kind of like an oatmeal cookie but it's not oatmeal raisin my grandma makes these ones where she like substitutes the raisins for chocolate chips and Mm -hmm. it's like the best of two cookies Mm. it's like a Mm. oatmeal chocolate chip cookie it's really good so good i don't really like cookies (laughs) (laughs) that's we know (laughs) what we know yeah yeah that's really gonna be your answer I don't know, Joseph. What do you think? Oreos. Let's look at the context clues here. <laughs> so Jacob's favorite is Oreos. I said I don't like cookies. Yes. Okay, Oreo. Yeah. Is it actually? Milk's favorite cookie. It's Oreo. There you go. Yeah. Let's go with Oreo. Mine would be probably my grandma's sugar cookies. Old Pearl sugar cookies. Um, she's passed away, but my dad and I just remade them. This Christmas, she always made them at Christmas, and we would help her uh, frost them. You know, we'd get yeah. some of the different color, put food coloring in the frosting. We, you know, they were shaped like Christmas trees and gingerbreads, Aww. and and then this this Chris, past Christmas, my dad and I made them ourselves and did the same. We frosted them and everything, and they turned out really good. So yeah, That's yeah. Great. keeping the tradition alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. keeping the tradition alive. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Orr. Yep. <laughs> So to recap, last episode was a doozy. There was the cybernetic zombie, Hisoki, that you guys fought in his office. You found out he was Sovisk. He was the owner of this place at one point before he somehow met his end. And Jason took his dueling sword and then you headed into a waste chamber. And as soon as you walked in, or shortly thereafter, the gravity of the room shifted and you all fell towards what was once the eastern wall and landed on a conveyor belt. The conveyor belt pushed you towards two metal crushers that were pounding down on the conveyor belt from the roof. You guys were able to disable those crusters by shooting their hydraulic lines and they got stuck at the top. Then Zuglodorg noticed a maintenance access door at the end of the conveyor belt. So you all rode the conveyor belt to the access door and most of you stepped through without a problem until the gravity shifted back and then Walton started to fall, but he was able to reach out and catch Jason's hand and Jason pulled him inside. And that's when we became friends. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now the four of you are inside a new maintenance access corridor. You walked, you opened up the door at the other end and saw the junk recycling chamber. It's a gigantic chamber with a multitude of conveyor belts carrying junk to be recycled any which way. Large piles of junk fill up the bottom of the room. And on the far wall of the chamber are giant melting pots where the junk is molted down into 
basic parts and will be eventually to be resold. And as you looked, you saw a giant robot that was an amalgamation of a ton of junk rise up from the pile. Its armor is patchwork and has some holes in it and through the holes in its armor, you could see the blue glow of a Starship reactor core that's powering it. And it has a laser mounted on its shoulder and one of its hands is a giant saw. Battle bot. Metal. All right. How big is it? Is it like our size or like huge? It is huge. Twenty-seven feet. Okay. Twenty-seven feet. No more. Lo- no less. <laughs> exactly. This room is seventy feet by sixty feet, and the door you enter through leads out onto a catwalk that is thirty feet above ground level. To your right, the stairs go down twenty feet to another catwalk that is ten feet above the ground. You guys are entering through against the southern wall of the room. So across from you on the northern wall are big furnaces where the metal is being dumped into to be burned back down. And then all throughout the rest of the room are piles of junk and of course the big robot right in the So everybody, uh, I guess we won't have you, he hasn't seen you yet, so I guess we won't have you roll initiative quite yet. We should try to explode one of the furnaces and make it go boom. I don't know if we actually have the ability to do that. Without it affecting us too. Also, I'm, away from us. I'm, I'm going against my own plan. That might destroy the power cord. Maybe we should do true. that. That's true. We gotta... Well, also, maybe bashing this thing with weapons could, quote-unquote, destroy the power cord. So we have to work on extracting the power core from the creature. I'm pretty sure if we just kill it, it'll drop to the ground and be fine. You just said can if we, we bash... Can we see the power core? Yeah, so the, there are a little bit of gaps in its armor that you can kind of see the power okay. core through. Okay, yeah. All right, let's do this. Ready? Break. Um, should we be stealthy? I think so. It already knows we're we're in here, doesn't it? No, it hasn't seen you guys yet. That's why we're talking about it. Hide on this top rail and then just start shooting at it. The top rail only goes to there. That's stairs. And this thing also has a laser gun attached to it. It looks like it can... Does it have freaking laser beams attached to its head? It has a laser gun attached to its shoulder. Is it a shark with a laser beam attached to its head? It's a laser shark. It's a shark native. I'm having another stroke. We need to talk. <laughs> How can we talk about my strokes? Okay, so I think we should maybe move down the line a little bit so we maybe we can at least all get a shot at it. Yeah. I think it would be really good for us to like spread out along the 10-foot catwalk. Mm-hmm. I want to throw my grenades at it. And so you shot. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Don't think, just do. Well, then let's go, God. <laughs> okay. So it basically its head is where you're at right now, and then if you go down 10, it'll be about like his you know waist height the 10-foot catwalk. So we could try to shoot from here. Just get a good angle. Yeah, we just need everybody to get out of the way of each other. I don't have a great shooting weapon, so I'm gonna leave this to you guys get priority. Yes, because uh, Amity has a great shooting weapon. Well, it's alright. So far, it's been questionable. Then take your aim, Amity. Okay, I'll do it. And I'll be first through the room and run in. <laughs> behind you with my grenade! I'm following! <laughs> First through the door. And you just shoot right away? No, I, I <laughs> run down the stairs. You run down the steps? Yeah, down the first step. Okay, so then it hears you, and everyone's gonna roll initiative. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> okay, Walton, what did you roll for initiative? I rolled a 19 plus one, 20. Wow. Wow. Jason. Or Amity. Wow. Doing it now, I think. <laughs> Six. 
Six. <laughs> I just got a face for a Jason. Jason? I got 15. 15? Zuglador? My dad's name I got a Jason. nine. He got a nat 20 on his per- on his initiative. Fantastic. Whoop, whoop. He just automatically wins. <laughs> <laughs> it hears Amity running down the steps, and it turns its head without even turning its whole body. Its head just, like, rotates. <sighs> And so does its shoulder laser. And it takes a shot at Amity. Amity! Do I get an AC bonus because I'm a moving target? No. (laughs) It rolled a 20 against EAC. Yeah, that hits. And he is going to do five damage, fire damage. And he is going to take steps towards you guys. So he's going to move 30 feet towards you guys. So he's 10 feet away from the catwalk. There is a conveyor belt in between, preventing him from getting too much closer. But uh, as he gets close to Amity... You should wreck that catwalk. You are going <laughs> to have to make a... So close. You're going to have to make a fortitude save. 15. Okay. Yeah, you feel fine. And it is now Walton's turn. My time to shine. I gently push aside Jason and... I'm going to cast... I'm going to say that when I when Jason grabbed my hand in that moment, I'm an empath, so I hold in my hand suddenly a forced version of a star knife. And it gets bigger and bigger, and then I just finally throw it, so it's like a giant Naruto shuriken at, at mm. this thing. You could do that? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like It can look like whatever deals the same amount of damage. Right. What spell is it? It's called Hurl Force Disc. Hurl Force Disc. But it can nice. take on any kind of appearance. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to so people know what the spell yeah. is. Pearl Force Disc. And I just have to make a range attack against this thing. All righty. Do it. So it would be EAC, I guess, because it's energy mm-hmm. force. Ooh, ooh. Joe, I got a, got a 24. That hits, definitely. I do 3d6 damage. You chop its head off. Right. Oh, uh, I do 10 damage to him. So because you do so much damage to him. Oh, that's a lot? <laughs> yes. Let's take it. All of a sudden, his power servos start to tense up. Oh. And now his speed is going to be reduced to 15 feet hey. instead of 30. Yeah. I go, Dr. Walton, but, mascot. Oh, but. Uh, since you do damage, his armor cracks open a little bit more, mm-hmm. and the radiation from the power core gets stronger. Yeah. So now Walton and uh, uh, Zuglerdurg, did you move into there? Or did you stay in the hallway? I did go down. Okay. I'm, st- I'm like... Just on the stairs. On the edge of this You're on the steps, 20-foot right. landing. Actually, it'll be 30 feet. So even Jason in the in the hallway will feel this surge of radiation emanating. Oh, no. So everybody within... So everybody except Jason is under um, medium a medium level of radiation. You're all going to have to make fortitude saves. Ooh. Uh, 16? Six. I rolled a nine. So all of you feel the effect of this radiation. Wow, a 16? That's bullshit. That's too high. <laughs> so I got 14, but I feel it's it too. not too high. You're level you 4. Yeah, 16. <laughs> yeah, you're level 4. So I've, we get what? So you three feel weakened. You're going to take a negative 2 penalty to fortitude saves, constitution checks, and constitution-based DCs. Jason, you are a little bit further away. 
So you're only going to do the effects of low radiation. So you're going to roll a fortitude save as well, but it's going to be easier. I reckon the worst place to fight this thing. <laughs> Eight plus five. That's, I think, 13. You feel okay? Hey. I'll carry all of you. <laughs> now it is Jason's turn. <laughs> okay, so now everyone's in range of the of the shock grenades. So I can't use my grenades anymore. You can just throw it down there. Throw it at the monster. Throw it down like over here. Yeah, over here. Mm-hmm. It'll just affect this area, right? Yeah, you can. If you you're from where you're at, you can throw it far enough away that it's out that the area effect only hits the robot and not you guys. All right, then I'll do that. I'll throw the shock grenade right here. So he's gonna throw it. It has a twenty foot radius, right? Yeah. So you're from where you're at, you are 20 feet away from the robot. So you're going to throw the thing 40 feet so that the 20 foot radius goes back and only hits the robot. Okay. So he throws it 40 feet into the center of the room. Hey. 17 plus seven. Yeah. All you need is a five to hit the square you're targeting. So that's great. And now he gets a reflex save against the explosion, correct? Yes. And he got a 14. So he passes his reflex save and he's going to take half damage. That's one. One damage? Yeah, one damage. So he takes one damage from that shock grenade. Well, but, there you go. Every little thing. But it is it is electricity damage. Well, I guess he's still only going to take one because it's half round down, half one. So. <laughs> one. So, yeah, he takes one damage. But you can tell that he, he, you can tell from that that he's a little bit vulnerable to it. Didn't like it. No. He didn't like it like at all. Like a rash. And now you can still take your move action if you want to. I'll probably stay there. Jason, how much do I have to pay you to jump on this thing and ride it? I'm so tempted, but I don't want to die of radiation poisoning. <laughs> yeah, right, just like the radiation, just stabbing it in the head. I'll have to be like Spock and just like, oh, uh, live long and prosper. And now it's, Zoog- and now it's Zooglodork's turn. Zooglodork. Okay. I really want to hit it with my jolting surge. Jump on it, jump on it, jump on it. <laughs> but am I going to have to face radiation every time if by touching it? Linda, look every, on the bright side. You're a guest. <laughs> it's, it's basically every time you Save are within... Us. Now that the radiation is stronger, if you're within 15 feet, it's going to be medium. If you're within 30 feet, it's going to be low. So even if you're not touching it, you're still going to face radiation. All right. I've weighed the pros and cons. <laughs> and you're a rock star anarchist. <laughs> I've really thought about this. And it's important that we get this power cord and get rid of this <laughs> robot. So I'm going to jump. Yes, it is. Oh! So you're going to try and jump onto him or at his feet? He's huge. I mean, I'm right close to the railing. How far away is he right now? So he would be, it'd be a 15 foot jump to land on him. Oh. <laughs> you could also jump down onto that conveyor belt. That's right next to him, which is only five feet below you. Yeah. But then you risk going to that furnace. Yeah, no, I don't want that. If you can't get off the conveyor belt, that's true. What if she just jumps up the stairs and is higher and then just jumps down on him? Because that's an extra 10 feet of height if she jumps, goes if up the stairs. If she has the movement speed for it, which she has 35 feet. So. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, so I'm going to jump. So you're going to go back up the steps. I'm going up the steps. 20 feet high. You're at his head level now. I'm at his head. <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump and onto and his at this back point, shoulders. You're like 10 feet away from him. So yeah. you're going to jump. This can happen. Yes. Yeah, so roll an acrobatics <laughs> check. I roll or an actually, acrobatics check. Actually, athletics for the jump. No, actually. I have better acrobatics. I guess you could do acrobatics jump. You do sure. a backflip. Thanks, onto Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nat 20. Nice. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you jump onto Get this up. thing's shoulders. <laughs> Chaos you, is fair. You do, a, <laughs> you do a flip onto its shoulders, Woo. and now you have your standard action. Zap its head. <laughs> K 
I'm going to do a jolting surge. I put my hand on his head and I go jolting surge. So you have to do a melee touch attack. Yes. To see if you can connect with his head. Is that easy? So I roll to see if I can do yes, that. Yes, probably. Oh, thank God. 14. <laughs> 14. Uh, that is going to miss. Actually. Oh, my God. No. But it's a touch attack. She's on him. Yeah, but touch attacks don't actually matter. And there's no like touch attack thing. Don't in, you have a bonus? Starfinder. That was with my, that was that's with my bonus. melee bonus. Is yeah. there any other bonus that I have? Just your melee bonus. But you should have a base attack bonus. So 14 well, it's plus whatever. In the melee bonus. It's included. The no, melee but she bonus. rolled a, four, a straight up 14. You rolled a straight, you rolled a 14? Yeah, so oh, I get yeah. a plus four oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a plus three. You get a plus four. You get a you get your base attack bonus and yeah. your strength, which should already be it should all be combined in your melee attack bonus. So yeah, plus four. So it was eighteen. Oh, so yeah, you hit. Yeah, yeah. I do. Hit. I said Boom. eighteen to begin with. Oh, I, I heard uh, fourteen. I did too. <sighs> Me too. Yeah, I heard fourteen too. I, yeah, I heard fourteen. <laughs> I don't think you said eighteen. <laughs> Maybe I. Well, listen, we're gonna listen we're gonna back. Find out. We're gonna find out. We'll see. If I zap you, this stupid piece of junk. <laughs> if you hear that I said eighteen, you owe me. A yeah, we'll, we'll do the we'll coke. Tweet at us at Starship and Paula yeah. Podcast on Twitter if you heard eighteen. Instead we'll, of, we'll do the rewind like we did for Connery so, in episode two. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has to listen to all episodes of the Rom Com Effect and subscribe and like yeah, on iTunes. Go. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Oh, thank God. 14. 14. Uh, that is going to miss. Okay, so I hit. So now I get to roll 4d6 for damage. Yeah. yeah. 12. 12. Okay, 12 damage. 12 damage. And he's going <laughs> to, since it's electricity, he's going to take another half of that. So he's going to take 18 damage. <laughs> so he has taken 29 points of damage so far. It's just this surge electricity. <laughs> I just like. It. Scream for Zuglador. I'm like, yeah, for you. Do it for you. <laughs> now it's Amity's turn. <laughs> oh, man. This is the most inspiring thing I've ever seen in my life. How do you follow that? Say, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Throw your spear. Anyway, I'm going to run 30 feet, a moderately safe distance, and then shoot him and like the lower portion so I don't hit Zuglador. Yeah, so Amity runs 30 feet towards the north wall. Then he's going to take out his laser rifle and fire. Yeah, 20. Woohoo. Not 20? No. But right, or, or yeah, it adds up to 20. Adds up to 20. That Ooh. hits. Seven damage. All right. Had to make sure it was a seven, not a yeah. one. Seven damage. <laughs> so he has now taken 36 points of damage. This is real intense. Mm-hmm. And it is now round two. It's the guardian's turn. So uh, everyone's going to do your uh, radiation again. So those of you who took radiation damage already are going to make a fortitude save. Ah, oh, I had to do a fortitude save? Yeah. I rolled an 18. <clears throat> Straight up 18 for me too. 15. All right. So you all are going to pass because since Amity moved out of the way, he moved further away. The radiation where he is now is less intense. So Woo-hoo. he feels you're still going to have your negative two to your end up without with your negative two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're still going to have your negative two to your fortitude because you haven't cured it yet, but you, d- you didn't get worse. And now Jason, you're still within the low range. So you have to roll fortitude check too. But since you're further away, it's easier. It's nine. You feel it. You feel the radiation <laughs> set in. And you're going to take a negative two to your fortitude rolls now. Oh my god. Chernobyl. Now he is going to walk over towards Amity. Ah. He, he has a reach his, with his arms of 15 feet. No. So he swings his arm out 
along the catwalk uh-huh. and the his saw goes charging right for amity Boy. He got a. This is gonna be close. Seventeen against KAC. Ooh, you didn't give me my new armor yet, so that's not even close. He <laughs> nails me. Ooh. <laughs> so he is going to do ten damage with that saw. <laughs> Walton, it's your turn. Doctor Walton Mask, I'm gonna do that thing again. I'm thinking about. I can do a different one. That's pretty much the same does a little bit less but i actually have a range to it so i'm gonna stay here i'm gonna use force blast he needs to make a reflex check of 15 first to okay. half the damage oh he fails okay good so walton charges up this orb in his hand and then he just goes Fustrolda! <laughs> he shoots it out oh wow and this big force of energy shoots out shoots out of him and it hits the um i don't know what are we calling this thing automaton generator beast <laughs> so does it hit Z- zuglador too well it, i'm aiming so it's gonna hit him like in the chest but what is the effect what is what, what are the it's about? a cone it is a 30 foot cone so it's definitely gonna hit zuglador too okay oh also um it also bull rushes him, so he might move at an additional oh, five yeah, feet. Yeah, if you, uh, oh yeah. yeah, he failed by it's if, if you six. Yeah, I get to add seven to my uh, KAC to my um, combat maneuver roll and see if he gets pushed forward. So you make a basically if, make if a maneuver. It hits, so it hits him, two and then it also rush bull rushes an enemy, and I add add plus seven to my roll, and I move the target five feet. Okay, all right. Let's see. Uh, Twenty four. So that hits him and Zugeldorg. What's your KAC? Oh. Um, it's 16. So plus eight. So that's going to hit you too. Is it going to hit by? So it actually, it doesn't hit. It's not going to bull rush him. His, yeah. his case, he's 18. Mm. So 18 plus eight, 26. It is going to hit Zugeldorg though. Oh and it's going to knock him five feet. No. So he's going no. to, so he first take the damage. Yeah. So it's what? 2d6 damage? Yeah. 12 damage. So 12 damage. Wow. <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't really think about that. Zugeldor gets knocked five feet back and is going to fall off of... No! Can you make a check to grab onto it or something? He's so big. This is the thing because I get for everything I did for you guys. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I should have just done the shuriken again. This is just a surefire thing. <laughs> so you're going to... So he's 20 feet tall. You're on his shoulders. So we'll say you're, fall, you're falling 20 feet to the ground. So you're going to take 2d6 falling damage, and you take 10 points of falling damage. Whoa, you guys. (laughs) I've got four hit points left. You do? I have four hit points. He just has this prejudice against goblins. Wow. I didn't do that. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't think that affected. I'm one of the reformed ones. I'm more... You're lucky because five feet back He's is lying. just <laughs> next to he, oh you fell God. just next to the furnace. If, it, if he had succeeded, if he had Can done better on the bull rush, you would have flown into the furnace. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, oh, <laughs> just vaporized. I see how it is. And now it's Jason's turn. Jeez, it was an accident. Calm down. It's like, was it? Was it? Yes. <laughs> and so, is there anything on the floor right here? No, just right? like junk and scrap. Junk and scrap. Yeah. Okay. Then I want to. Go down right up to the thing and slice at him with my longsword. You're going to jump down 20 feet? Jump down 20 I'm not going to jump down. Feet. I'm going to go down the stairs oh. and go up to him. So you're going to jump. So you're going to have to jump, walk down the stairs, hit, get onto the conveyor belt, and then 
take a swing. I'll do that. So how many feet? You can move six squares, right? Okay. So you're still, you're now on the conveyor belt and you're 15 feet from him. So you're still not in range of your longsword. You can throw his knife at him. But you can throw your knife at him from here and then next turn, rush him with your longsword. All right, then I'll throw my uh, knife at him. It's a natural way. Plus seven. Critical fumble. That's a kinetic weapon. It is always wear hearing protection. You are deafened until a successful medicine check to treat deadly wounds restores any of your hit points. <laughs> so at, when you're deafened, use our other handy little deck here, the conditions deck, and I'll hand you this deafened card. This would be a good thing for Jason. I feel like, I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to take a negative four penalty to initiative checks, opposed perception checks, and you automatically fail perception checks based on sound. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's Zugledorg's turn on the ground, and you're prone because you fell onto the ground. Yes. Can I get up and then do a spell? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to get up. Your move I'm action, really you close. Get yourself up off the floor. Can I touch? I can touch this yeah, guy. Right I'm right feet. next to his mm-hmm. feet. Touch me. I'm going to use my last second level spell slot today. All to right. do my do- jolting search. Okay. So I rolled to hit. Mm-hmm. I rolled a 17 plus 7, so that's 20. That hits. Well, plus 4, so yeah, it's 21. That hits. <sighs> okay. Electricity sparks inside of me. I, I rolled 7 damage. So 7 damage. She has electricity bonus. Oh, you're right. So that's actually 3, so it's actually 10 damage. So it's not looking good. Yeah. yeah. And it's now Amity's turn. Mm. Like running away isn't going to get me farther away. But it will, no, it could still reach me. Hmm. I'm going to use my move action to buff up Jason. And then my like quick inspiring boost. Wait, did you lose any stamina points? You haven't gotten hit yet. Yeah, I lost stamina points. Um, from falling. From falling. Right. We can still beat this guy. And you get six stamina points back. And then I shoot him with my laser rifle. Ooh, I tried and missed with seven. So you miss with your laser rifle. And now it is the guardian's turn. <laughs> and it turns to Zugledorg. Uh-uh. Who just punched him with the jolting surge. Yeah. And he is backed up against one of the furnaces oh, that no. is being used to melt the metal. Guys, it was so nice having breakfast with you. No! Walton! Walton, you let me down! Oh, that's gonna... Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's... That's the... Okay. He kicks his foot and rolls a 24. Oh, no. Does that hit? <laughs> no. I'm sure that hits your KAZ. Uh, yeah. Barely. Yeah, it does. And he kicks Dumbledore into the furnace. Oh. I go, no! <laughs> <laughs> Where you're gonna take... <laughs> oh, God. Do you do the thumbs up from Terminator 2? <laughs> <laughs> you take 23 points of fire damage. Yeah, I'm dead. Oh, I've never died before. Isn't it surreal? It's crazy. Zulu's body is engulfed by the molten <laughs> by the molten metal being recycled. Oh, oh god. I can't even drag it out of the fire and bring it 
back to life at some point. Do you do that? The thumbs up though? <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like he died angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. in a middle finger or something. I Just. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's punk rock. <laughs> That's punk rock. That's a punk rock way to go. So sad. And so, with Zugledorg sinking into the molten no. metal, it is now Walton's turn. <sighs> I'm just, my teeth are gritted, and I feel like for like a split second, my eyes that are, are usually green, like they glow red with like my empath anger flowing through. And I, again, my final cycle spell slot, I manifest that giant star knife. And I just curl it, and it's a deep blood red, and I throw it at the thing. 17 for his EAC. That hits. That does hit. Yes. Yes. Avenger. Don't Pain. I do six damage. That's enough, though. Yes! <laughs> you only needed two. <laughs> oh, I go, ah! <laughs> it was so kill close. it? Yeah, it was so oh close to God. death. You hurl that force disc at it, and it starts zapping around. And it, like, falls, and the pieces on it fall apart. And you see the power core drop and roll down a big pile of junk <laughs> into the center of the room, still glowing. I fall down to my knees, and I just, uh, I, I think I'm just, like, totally, like, muted. It's not like, it's like that was worse. You're like, you just hear the ringing in your ears, and he's just like, <sighs> Sorry, Doctor. We can only do our best so often. I look up and I say, I... I didn't mean to do that. It's not easy. We try to save as many people as we can, but that doesn't mean everyone. I, I think I'm, I think I just I just stay silent and I and I get up and I put my hand on his shoulder and I and I just say, "Thank you, Jason, but this this death is directly my fault. I'm going to have to make some changes." Do what you must, Doctor. And I think I slide my hand off his shoulder and I I walk down to the furnace. Is is his is his body in there? Is he just totally disintegrated? You can't, yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, it's it's like sunk there. down into the. Oh, doctor, don't kill yourself. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <sighs> I'm like, I can't even bury him. No, but we can remember him. Zuga Dork, you were punk rock as hell, and I am sorry. And I'll I'll do better. That was a new spell. <laughs> <laughs> Never done that one. Never done that one before. Ah. I'm sorry, little buddy. Your company was appreciated for the few laughs you gave us. Yeah. Classic. Alright. Um, I guess I do a perception check around there and see if there's anything to loot. <laughs> the power source, well, yeah, or is I, it? I go, I climb down and grab the power thing. Um, well, it's huge. The power core is really big. Here it is. Um, you're not <laughs> just going to be able to grab it. But you guys can make perception check. Okay. 21. 9. Ten. Walton, in the corner of the room, you see a cargo lifter. Oh, I said we can use this. Yes, nice. let's use it. We let's do have some cargo to lift. Um, how, we, how do we get it all the way out of here, though? Um, <laughs> there, must be some the sort of, here. there must be some sort of uh, opening around here and an exit that allows for the cargo to get out. Do you think uh, your contact ejects? Do you think he has like, uh, like a big truck to like transport this? Possibly. But is there a way out of here first in order for him to get... We have to tell him where to go. Yeah, good question. Do I see anything else, like a back door or something with the 21? 
yes, there is a large door on the western wall. I go up to but, the door. Yeah, and remember this power core is still turned on and still radioactive. Oh, okay. I, I walk up and turn it off. Okay. So as you get close, you're gonna have to make another. Oh wait, uh, you know what? Hold on. I'm gonna need to test a psychokinetic hand, and I'm just gonna turn it off from a safe distance. And cast it from its maximum feet away of um, 40 feet. Okay, so make a uh, engineering check to see if you know how to turn this thing off, since you're far away from it. That's fun. You're gonna have to assess it first. Don't blow it up. Well, I don't think I can blow it up. <laughs> this be looking for an off button. All of us have crap uh, engineering, right? Yeah. I can engineer. And I have the telekinetic hand. <clears throat> you have that too? Yeah. Oh, it turns out I can't even do engineering, so I have no idea what to do. I say... Hold on, hold on, I got this. <laughs> okay, you're thinking of me. So uh, I stand 40 feet away, I think that's... Yeah. And then I, like, try to find an off switch and turn it off. Natural 20. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you find, you know exactly how to turn off this reactor. And you use your telekinetic hands to do so. Mm-hmm. And the reactor powers down. And it's now safe to approach. I say, also, everybody gather around. I can remove condition on everyone. I'm going to use up three of my spell slots first level to do that. Okay. But condition is not remove poison, right? It's different. I'll check. Remove condition lesser. You remove any one of the following conditions, shaken, sickened, or, or staggered. No. Yeah, so I can't do that. Never mind. I thought I could oh. be useful. I can't. <laughs> Maybe just take a break, Doctor. Yeah. We'll go to the doctors or something. <laughs> you got a lot on your mind, apparently. We'll go to a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, the boy's back in town, guys. But actually, though, now that the radiation is turned off, you no longer feel its effects. Oh, okay, good. None of you got far enough to contract radiation sickness. Good. I don't want to have cancer. Mostly because I forgot to have you guys do it again on its last turn, mm. but that's my fault, <laughs> so... It's all right. Learn. You murdered one of our crews. That's so true. It's fine. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That Did it feel good, Joe? No. <laughs> so, you want to get in that cargo lifter, somebody? Yes. Yeah. Let's try. It. Let's open it and then let's get out of here. So the cargo lifter is basically a suit of power armor. Ooh. Oh, cool. Whoa. Like an aliens. It. Yep. Ah, sweet. pretty much. Get in it, Amity. Yeah. So I jump in the. The power armor suit. Mm-hmm. It's a simple metal frame atop slow-moving legs. Rather than having articulated hands, though, its arms end in specialized gripping tools meant to lift bulky containers. So I very carefully see if I could pick it up. And you do. Yeah, that was easy. All right, Doctor, I guess we just got to escort him, make sure he doesn't drop it. Yep. All right, so we get into the freight elevator, and then we... we head to those large doors. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Which I hope is a freight elevator. Um, they are closed and locked. You have that key card, Amity? I do. Mm. And then I toss it down to you. Mm. I grab it, and I... Actually, I don't think I'm, like, that huge, am I? Yeah, it's a... Um, let's see what... It's a large. Okay, so yeah, I, I take the key card, throw it down to Dr. Mascon. Yeah, I pick it up, and then I look for something to, like, probably... Badoop open the doors. Mm-hmm. And you do. So you swipe the keypad, the doors open to the ground level of the junkyard. 
Where we started? Mm-hmm. Nice. Where all the hobgoblins still yeah, are. Yeah, no. so you're you're kind of in that back area where sort of where the office was amidst all those piles of scraps. Okay. So you're uh, up now. You're kind of out on uh, the western edge of the junkyard. Can we keep? Can we look out for any hobgoblins though? You don't see any hobgoblins Woo. in this area of the junkyard. Is Ezekiel still there? And you you do see. Uh, well, Ezekiel was guarding the door. The first door you went through after you came in. Okay, I tried Ezekiel to telepathically kill all the hobgoblins. Call him. <laughs> so you telepathically call him, and Ezekiel runs over to you. <laughs> yeah. You see, uh, with your perception checks, also another exit from the junkyard. Oh, perfect. Let's go that way. Well, let's bail everybody. Do we. Should I still call Jex, or should we just walk on straight over to his <laughs> diner? This radioactive well, it's off. power source. It's well, off. Didn't he tell us where to take it, where the ship was? He told us. Yeah, there's another junkyard. He didn't give any specifics, though. Right. Uh, How would you call J- Jex then? I'll call Jex. I'll call Jex then. Jax, do you copy? Uh, hello, who's this? This is Jason, Jason Blaze. Jason Blaze, old buddy. Every time. Hello, Jax. Listen, we found the power source, and we just need the coordinates to your contacts so we can return it to them and have that conversation. Well, uh, that's great news that you found the power core, but unfortunately, I have some bad news for you. What? Well, it could be bad. I, I don't know. You see, I've lost contact with my contact i haven't heard from him uh in a while what, what, what do you mean you haven't heard from him is he dead i don't know is oh, he dead oh good <laughs> so you might want to head to his junkyard and investigate all right well what Tell do you suggest about a big thing that we have to drop off yeah what do you suggest we do with the power core well do you have anywhere you can keep it uh what do you uh, what do you think? Uh, Viz is safe house? I don't know. Do you think Viz would be comfortable with that? Do you think Let's we could get it onto on. the subway? I'll call Viz. I'll call Viz on the other line. All right. How are we All supposed right. to get it onto the purple subway? Oh, that's right. Uh, maybe Viz is a pickup truck. What? You guys can <laughs> take uh, the cargo lifter and Ezekiel and, down and there. And Ezekiel, yeah. Okay, well, I, I, I call Viz. Viz answers. Hello. Hello, Viz. This is Dr. Walton Mascon. Ah, Yes. Um, we need you to help us out with something. We found the power core from the what? There's a power core that Jez, what's the name? Jex. Jex. That your buddy Jex told us about for the for the ship we need, and we got it. And apparently, there's a problem on his end that we need to find the guy who has the ship. <laughs> and we're wondering if we can basically store the power core in your safe house. Is that perfectly okay with you, my buddy? Uh, I suppose. Is it safe? Yeah, it's off. Just uh-huh. don't turn it on. It's okay. I mean, might as well, I guess. All right. Hey, you're a good friend, Viz. I know you probably see us as customers, but you saved our lives. And I haven't been as open as I wish I could have been with some people before I accidentally kill them. And what? What? <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> Viz said it was okay. <laughs> All right. Next time, I think I might call him. <laughs> <laughs> Jax, we're going to drop the power source off with Viz. Very well. After you do that, my contact's name is Everson Whalen. Everson Whalen. He owns a scrapyard up near the space docks. What's the scrapyard called? It's called IWB Scrapyard. IWB. IWB Scrapyard. Located near the spaceport. Everson Daniels, IWB Scrapyard. 
Everson Wayland. Everson Wayland. All right, gentlemen, it looks like we have our next destination. It's been a grim day, mostly my fault because of that. Don't be too hard on yourself, Doctor. I'm already going to write about it in my feelings journal tonight. That should help. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to probably have some nightmares tonight, too. That That'll help. help. That'll help. It's healing. <laughs> it's, it is healing. It, Amity is It is healing. You're right. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting over this death I caused already. <laughs> I, mean, I know I'm over it already. I mean, <laughs> I'm over it. I, we only met him on Tuesday. It's still only it's Wednesday. It's today. We met him like... No, because we slept. Oh, we so did it's sleep like, there. It's Wednesday now. Well, we all slept together. I mean, that's a bond. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, I don't know what you were doing, but I was sleeping. Yes, we have our next destination. Yes. Let's make it count. All right, hands in. We have our hands in. Nobody dies on three. One, One two, two, three. three. Nobody, Nobody dies. dies on three. <laughs> you guys take the cargo lifter and Ezekiel back down to the ghost level. And you find Viz's familiar safe house, and he lets you in. He opens to the side of this giant garage door. Oh, good. I was going to say, <laughs> then we have an awkward scene. Let's try to fit it through the front door. Pivot. 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 So the, the garage door opens. You put both the cargo lifter and the power core inside. Yep. And uh, Viz says, what happened to your goblin friend? <laughs> You're going gonna... to... Why don't you ask Dr. Mask? No, don't ask Dr. Mask on. Just... They didn't make he died it. And it was all my fault. He, he just—he didn't make it. We had some adverse times today. You lost another goblin. Yeah. Well, different means, though. This one we know for sure is dead. The other one we don't know. Well, the other dead. one left us. That was her fault. Yes, that Got was melted. All on yes, this one is dead, though. And he just says very like flat, deadpan. My condolences. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It—it it means a lot. And he says, well, you're welcome to stay here again if you need to. Otherwise, I'll keep an eye on this power core for you. I feel like Viz now treats, like, our experience with goblins as, like, we're children and, like, we killed a goldfish. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly like, he's like, well, you lost another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, go up to the store and buy a new one. You get a new one every day, it seems like. So expendable. Uh, yeah, let's sleep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to crash on the couch again. All right. Try not to keep me awake with your crying. Well, I'm mostly going to be screaming. I have night terrors. Can I sleep with you, Emity? I suppose. <laughs> with thoughts of your friend, Zugledorg, and, and his tragic death in your head, you put your head on the, on the pillows and fall asleep and visit a safe house, and awaiting I'll a new morning. And that's... Always love you. And that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Oh boy! How I Heavy wish you could somehow put like I will always love you at the Heavy. end of this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, Heavy maybe stuff. there's something akin to like near far on like on like pond five or something. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thank you. We lost another goblin. We just have terrible luck with goblins these days. Yeah, yeah. But if you enjoy, what are you gonna, gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode and you like our show, you can check us out on Instagram at starship.impala.podcast. We put up uh, the weekly tabletop topics there where you can respond to them yourself. Oh, we do? That's so cute. 
on the yeah. story. Wow. Wow. Someone doesn't even watch our own Instagram. The inst- <laughs> oh, the Instagram. The I know. Insta- okay, stories. I thought you meant our website. No, I was no, like, no. no. Website too. No, yeah, I, 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 the Insta stories. <laughs> I, know. I think They're, like extra hard because I know that they're going to be on the Insta story. Yeah, um, so you yeah. can you can respond to them yourselves and let us know what your what your favorite cookie is. Please do. <laughs> Please, we is that what this episode was? I forget what it, this episode yes. was. Cookies, yes. cookies. Um, what a gr- weird thing to grip. Thing. What's your favorite cookie? Also, you're dead. <laughs> we hadn't gotten to there yet. You can also find us on Twitter at oh god <laughs> at oh god. You'll find us there or at Starship Impala. You're gonna find something else. You, you can check out our website, <laughs> www.starshipimpalapodcast.com, where you'll find the link to our Patreon page if you'd like to support us, as well as our Dice Envy affiliate link. You can buy yourself some cool dice with them. And with that, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.